Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 181. Why we should fail whenever possible. By David Pierce with goodlifezen.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. This is just like a big audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. I wanted to take a moment again to thank Brian Copeland and his producer, Carolyn, for having me as a guest on their live radio show last week. Brian and Carolyn both listened to this podcast and invited me on their weekly Motivation Monday episode way back in December. That was actually my first time on the show. They then asked me back last Monday, which was March 20th, and as always, I had a blast. Now, the Brian Copeland Show airs on KGO Radio AM 810 and features a Motivation Monday segment every week at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, if you don't live anywhere near the West Coast of the United States, you can always listen live by going to kgoradio.com. And you can always listen to archived episodes by downloading Brian's podcast. Just search for Brian Copeland in the podcast app of your choice. Brian and Carolyn are truly friends of this show, so I appreciate you showing them a little love too. Now, today's post, as you will soon hear, is all about failure and what we can learn from it. So today's inspirational quote comes from someone who had a lot of experience with failure. Thomas Edison, quote, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up, end quote. So with that, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. Why We Should Fail Whenever Possible by David Pierce with goodlifezen.com. I'm wired to be afraid to fail and to avoid failure at all costs. I think we all are. We somehow harbor the belief that if we attempt something and fail, that we are somehow less and that everyone we know is making fun of us behind our back. Because of this, we spend our time either pushing ourselves too hard towards success or simply not trying because we might fail. But failure is the single most important aspect of any success. Nearly everything you've learned and are able to do is a result of one or more, usually more, failures. Failing and failing spectacularly are enormously beneficial in all that we do. Here are seven reasons failure is not so scary and can actually help us be successful. One, failure kills your preconceptions. Whenever we fail, it's because things don't work the way we thought they did. Judging by my failure rate, things rarely work like I think they do. The way I learned the truth is to try and try again until something fits. When we don't succeed, we're forced to reevaluate 
step back, and challenge why the things we thought would work didn't. My understanding of the world is constantly being reshaped by the things I do wrong, much more than that which I do right. Two, nobody bats a thousand. The best and the brightest in our culture, from the wealthiest to most innovative and creative, failed many times before being successful. Edison's light bulb wasn't invented on the first try, and no one faults him for it. Anyone who can claim they've never failed is either a liar or they've never tried anything in their lives. No one's right all the time, and you won't be either. That's okay. We need not fear being ridiculed or ostracized for doing something everyone does and can act knowing that if no one else is perfect, we don't have to pretend to be. Three, every failure is a step forward. When you fail, the worst thing to do is to try and forget about it. Instead, reflect on it. What went wrong? What could you have done to avoid that failure or at least fail slightly less? A popular example is of a child learning to walk. No kid simply stands up and starts running. Instead, they get up, look around, and fall down. The next time, they use the table to slide along and they feel how steps work. Then they take one step and fall down. Next time, it's two steps, then three. Soon enough, they're running full speed into large crowds at malls and frightening their parents. Failure isn't a problem for babies, it's just the first step. Failure helps us tweak the system to run through a trial and error to slowly but surely build toward the right way. Four, what not to do matters. Over this past summer, I bought a Super Nintendo. I was determined, determined to beat Donkey Kong 2. This is a silly example, but it taught me a lot about failure. Every time I played the game, I would fall off cliffs or get eaten by alligators. Then, the next time, I would run up to the cliff, remember, and suddenly back off. In this case, as in many, knowing the wrong thing to do was at least as important as knowing the right thing to do. Eliminating the past failures was the surest ticket to success. Five, failure recommits us. Back to Donkey Kong. Every time I'd fall off a cliff or shoot myself out of a barrel and into the abyss, I became more determined to beat the game the next time. For many of us, the natural reaction to failure can be to give up, bail, and move on to something easier. We have to avoid this. If we don't allow failure to beat us, but become ever more resolved to beat that particular failure next time, we're in a position to be more successful than ever. Six. Success comes from baby steps. Failure can force us to get competitive with ourselves. We resolve to do slightly better the next time and the next. Success comes from small steps, just like the baby trying to walk. Avoiding failure is the surest way to fail. Instead, just try and get a little bit closer every time. Fail 99 times and the hundredth just might be the charm. If not, number 101 looks even more promising. Seven, you might just succeed. When I really think about it, most of the time my reason for not doing something is that I'm afraid it won't work or that somehow I'll fail. But you know what? Sometimes I'm wrong. Since I've learned not to fear failure and to embrace it, I find that I'm actually successful a lot more often. I'm able to do things I don't think I could and have a new confidence because I'm not worried about what could go wrong. If you try something and fail, you end up exactly where you were at the start. There's nothing to lose. We don't like to fail. We fear it, we run from it, and we beat ourselves up when it happens. The only time failure is actually a problem is when we let it dissuade us from continuing to try and allow failure to defeat us. When we use our failures, learning from them and applying them, 
failure turns inevitably into success. And by the way, I beat Donkey Kong 2, and it was worth it. You just listened to the post titled, Why We Should Fail Whenever Possible, by David Pierce with goodlifezen.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I love David's video game analogy. Being a huge video game nerd when I was younger, I could definitely relate to what he was saying there. And it's so true. With video games, we constantly fail. Our characters die, they have another life, they get back up again. And just as David said, many of us get motivated to keep trying and get frustrated and say, you know what, I'm gonna do better next time. I'm going to win, I'm gonna pass this game. But when we try and transfer that into real life, it doesn't always happen. And many of you might be thinking, well, Dr. Neil, it's easier for you. You have a podcast, you're full-time faculty, which is what you always wanted. Of course, you can say these things. Well, don't forget, I shared this with you last week. I failed at least 20 times when trying to get my current position. I applied to at least 20 different universities. I applied to places that I actually currently worked. I just was part-time and wanted to be full-time, and I got rejected. I failed many, many times in my life. So no, it's not easier for me. In that way, I'm just like the rest of you. And I have a huge fear of failure. I really do. It's something that I work hard at, but don't get me wrong, there are those moments when I say, what's the point? Why bother? So I'll have my little pity party, but then I will eventually. It may not be immediately, but I will pull myself back up. I truly believe the only reason why I finally got the position I wanted to and the job I wanted was because I did learn after every single rejection. I modified my cover letters. I modified my resume each time, looking to see what could I do better next time. And that's all you can do. So whenever I work with clients or patients, if they don't succeed at the goals we have mutually set together, the thing I always tell them when they come back is, if you didn't succeed, let's talk about it and let's talk about what we can do better next time. It's okay, it happens. Now, I just want to remind you before I go that we'll be giving away more books in just five days. If you can believe it, March is almost over. 
On the first of every month, and usually more often than that, we give a book to a random person on our mailing list. So if you want to be entered into the raffle, you just need to be a part of our weekly newsletter. You can join really quickly by entering your email address at our site, oldpodcast.com. I'm going to stop talking for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.